confident in getting a conviction at so the one end day ago about and Trump being indicted in Florida as good as possible and this to move as quickly as possible which per my analysis is why that he's doing it down in Florida for those just joining us we have a lot of people coming in and out Donald Trump indicted on what appears to be seven counts in the case of the stolen documents and mishandling of classified documents by Donald Trump in Mar-a-Lago. He was indicted out of Florida. I know it could get a little confusing sometimes when you hear he was indicted out of Florida. I want to clarify that this is a federal case. This is the Department of Justice out of Florida indicting him down there. Uh, the seven counts include willful retention of national defense information. That is an Espionage Act charge, absolutely major, obstruction of justice, conspiracy, false statements, and concealment under Title 18 of the U.S. Criminal Code. I want to give a huge shout out once again to Hugo Lowell for all of his coverage on this case at The Guardian. He has been absolutely incredible at following all of the beats on this. To those just joining the Midas Touch Network and our live coverage, I want to make sure that you subscribe right now to the Midas Touch YouTube channel if you're joining us for the first time. We do breaking news hits every day. If you're listening to the Midas Touch podcast for the first time, make sure that you subscribe to the Midas Touch podcast. Make sure you subscribe to Legal AF. And now we're just getting in a video response from none other than Donald Trump himself. Nah. Donald Trump, of course, not happy about the indictment. Is having a bit of a meltdown <laughs> down in Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, he looks, that, he looks so horrific. I'm in it. Yeah, for the audio listeners, he looks very bad. It doesn't appear that they could get a, a lighting set up for or anything. Anyway, let's hear what Donald Trump has to say about the news of his indictment. We'll watch along with him. <laughs> Very sadly, we're a nation in decline, <laughs> and yet they go after a popular president, a president that got more votes than any sitting president in the history of our country, by far. Yeah, but you still and lost. And much better the second time in the election than the first. And they go after him on a boxes hoax, just like the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, and all of the others. It's just been going on for seven years. Is that painting? And they can't again. stop. Because it's election interference at the highest level. There's never been anything like what's happened. I'm an innocent man. I'm an innocent person. Uh, they had the Mueller hoax, the Mueller report, and that came out. No collusion after two and a half years. That was set up by Hillary Clinton and Democrats. Yes, this collusion. This is what they do. This is what they do so well. They would devote their energies to honesty and have integrity. a fucking stroke dude a lot better for our country they could do a lot better they could do a lot of great things come on i mean come on I mean, enough of that for right now. Uh, ben, yeah, Brett, I had, yeah, we got to take a break from that for, I, yeah. Um, question, <laughs> que I, I, what, uh, question for you guys. All the question for you guys, as people go on to discuss with their family members, their friends, their co whomever they're going to discuss this big news with, what is the proper framing for this? Right. This is the willful retention of the documents that that is the charge here. It's not that he had these classified documents. It's that when he was asked to then return them, he did all of these very shady and corrupt things that did not and ultimately didn't return them. 
So it's the willful retention of the classified documents is how people need to be framing this to their family, friends, and loved ones, correct? Well, not, not, not necessarily correct. Not quite the Brett Seller legal analysis. I'm not pretending to be a lawyer. That's why I'm asking you guys. It, 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 it was a good attempt. The, the classification status of the documents doesn't matter. What matters is the documents involve national security material, national defense material, but its classification status doesn't matter for purposes of these crimes. So it's the willful retention of these national defense records, uh, which is an Espionage Act violation. And then it also is an obstruction of justice that he also tried to and took active steps to deceive the federal government uh, in attempt to get back these documents that he willfully retained. And so the whole idea of its classification status, that Donald Trump telepathically declassified this with his mind, and, and that whole line of BS, which was total false from the outset, that was always a red herring because the classification status never actually mattered. It's that he stole government records, right, that didn't belong to him. Uh, that didn't belong to him at all, and then he obstructed uh, justice along the way. One of the ways is, too, that the lawyers, his lawyers, and this could be part of the conspiracy part yeah. of it, signed a false declaration stating that he did return all of the records when he uh, did not return all of the records. So, Jordy, I, I would frame it more about that way, but when people are talking about this with their kids, I would just describe it as justice is served, that... Nobody is above the law that Donald Trump committed crimes. This isn't a Russia, 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 Russia. <laughs> this isn't a Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, a Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. No, 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 no. He committed very, very serious crimes, okay? That placed American lives in danger, okay? When you're speaking to your family, what he did, you know, th this is life or death stuff right here. I know the MAGA Republicans love to gaslight us, but this is stuff that leads to people dying, okay? There was a result of his conduct. And, this, and the stuff that he did was very, very illegal, was very, very, very criminal, and that he had every opportunity at every single moment to change course, to try to cooperate, and he continued to lie because he felt that he was above the law. He thought that in the United States of America, with the modern-day MAGA Republican Party, that democracy doesn't matter, that law and order doesn't matter. Everything these MAGA Republicans do is projection. So when they go, this is a banana republic, no. This is the way the United States is supposed to work. The message that this sends to the world is that nobody is above the law in our country, and that is what's important. The Banana Republic is this Jim Jordan, Matt Gates, James Comer crap where they yeah. try to funnel in documents from Vladimir Putin and basically through Rudy Giuliani and then claim that these are credible documents and then based on total BS innuendo try to defame President Biden. That is the Banana Republic. That's the kangaroo court. I want to bring in host of lights on Jessica Denson, a big fan favorite at the Midas Touch Network. Jessica Denson, a historic, historic day. I want to get your immediate reaction to all the news. You want my framing? 
Accordion. I want the Trump accordion hands from you, Jessica. Just like Donald Trump did with his panicked. As you speak, you need to imitate now. Uh, Jessica, what are your thoughts on hearing the news about the historic indictment? A beautiful day for honesty and integrity. Did I hear honesty and integrity? Because this is a celebration of honesty and integrity. Uh, you know, my theme, guys, is always that, that justice for Donald Trump is no divisive thing. It's healing, it's justice, it's peace, it's peace. I mean, when I think about how do you share this with, with friends and family, I think about how many people out there whose lives have been altered by some minor altercation, maybe from a few unpaid parking tickets or, you know, a petty theft or a marijuana possession whose entire lives have been altered because of some minor criminal violation. And here you have someone who was entrusted with the national security of an entire nation, the nation of the free world, who did not take that responsibility, that solemn constitutional duty seriously, who was only ever looking out for his own best interests. And because he decided to tried to claim that he was re-elected when he wasn't cling on to power until the 11th hour, ran away with hundreds of, of national security documents that were never his. This man is finally seeking justice. What a beautiful thing that our justice system has the honesty and the integrity to do this and not let us live in a banana republic where people's lives can be altered, spend years in prison or jail for minor offenses, and someone like Donald Trump can get away with compromising our national security. So thank you, Merrick Garland. And I just want to say, you know, because we, we played the clip earlier oh, of Alina Habba, and, uh, you know, there are countless other clips right now out there of Republicans Hello, going on Fox or Newsmax or whatever propaganda network that they want to go on, and they try to frame this as the exact opposite of what it is. In their framing, they go, this means we're a banana republic. This is a two-sided justice system when... It's actually proving the opposite. It's actually proving that everybody should be equal under the law, not that Donald Trump and his co-conspirators should get extra special privileges because of who they are. So I think that's what is extra important about what is going on. I just to update our viewers and our listeners on some more reporting that we're getting in from CBS News and Robert Costa about Somebody who has been giving the Trump uh, team a lot of stress in recent days, and that is somebody who we've been reporting on a lot here, and that is Mark Meadows, who has apparently been putting the entire Trump team on edge all week long. This is a direct quote from a Trump ally in recent days. Why the F has he been so quiet? They've been constantly confused about whether Meadows cut a deal or if he didn't cut a deal. They've been trying to guess what Meadows' attorney was telling him to do as he's facing mounting pressure in the January 6th case. And Meadows has been such a crucial part, not just of the January 6th case, but also the documents case, which is why they are so on edge over Mark Meadows. Robert Costa also has said that people who know Jack Smith personally have repeatedly told Trump's lawyers and friends that he's somewhat friendly as a person, but a killer as a prosecutor for several people close to Trump's team. Quote, he's known as someone who will push 
and push and push. A law enforcement official says that the U.S. Secret Service will be meeting tomorrow, which is Friday, depending on when you're listening to this, it's Friday, with Donald Trump's staff and his security and the agents assigned to him, and they're going to develop a plan for Trump's travel and appearance for his arraignment. So things are already in the work about Donald Trump's handover to the authorities next week. And I think this is also a case of Donald Trump gaslighting himself. We spoke about earlier about Donald Trump and his lawyers telling him this was going to, if it happened, it was going to be months and months away. And all the people around Donald Trump only want to tell Donald Trump what he wants to do. And when he doesn't hear what he wants, he gets rid of those people. So he ends up living in his own bubble mm-hmm. of all of this gaslighting. And finally, that has now caught up to him. But all of the gaslighting of all these people who we spoke about were going on Fox, were going on Newsmax, Donald Trump's arranged video and his messages, the comparisons to Biden. None of that, at the end of the day, is going to matter before Jack Smith, before a federal court. Donald Trump now has to face the federal justice system, and he is in a whole lot of trouble right now. Jessica, I want to show you some clips. I want to get your reaction to them. This is Republican Nancy Mace on Fox. Here, play this clip. And when you look at the standard that he has, it's a double standard. It's a, it's a second-tier d- double standard of justice in this country. And what the American people want, they want everybody to be treated the same. And, you know, Donald Trump's no fan of mine. He primaried me last year. So I'm not a shill, but I see this, and I see how unfair it's been. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I just can't believe this is happening. And I said this two days ago. Uh, Harris, I said that this was going to happen on the day that we either in, that we either held in contempt Christopher Ray with the FBI, or we got access to those documents. You were right. And, I, I, and I, I, I predicted it. It came true. You just this is a banana, banana republic. I just cannot believe that this is what's actually happening. He's trying to take out his political opponents using the executive branch. That's what this is. All right. Let's. Your reaction, Jessica. I'm sorry, did she say she was not a show? Did I hear that correctly? <laughs> we all remember her standing outside kissing the golden altar of Trump Tower uh, trying to uh, get reelected, right? Because she had she had, had a teeny tiny little moment of moral clarity, but then had to remind everyone how much she loved and adored Donald Trump so that she would not lose her primary. That's Nancy Mace. Zero moral character, zero spine right there along with Mike Pence, who, you know, um, again, no Christian, just bowing down at the golden altar of Donald Trump. There we go. Thank you, Salty. Love it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you know, this is when you think about all of these people doing the bidding of Donald Trump and claiming it's a banana republic and saying that this is a political witch hunt, which, as Ben described before I came on, it's the inverse. What the House Republicans and Jim Jordan and the like are doing is really banana republic. Um, When you see them defending Donald Trump in this way, understand that they are trying to create a system for this entire country where there is not equal justice under the law where donald trump gets to the point can somebody like him either donald trump or someone in his image someone like a desantis or many of the other republicans around this country who are following in his authoritarian footsteps they are carving out a world in which they can act with impunity where they can engage in all kinds of criminality no matter who it hurts, no matter who it, um, you know, takes away the rights of, and they can kinds of the golden altar of Donald Trump. There we go. Thank you, Salty. Love it. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it, this is 
when you think about all of these people doing the bidding of Donald Trump and claiming it's a banana republic and saying that this is a political witch hunt, which Nancy Mace, zero moral character, zero spine right there along with Mike Pence, who, you know, um, again, no Christian, just bowing down at the golden altar of Donald Trump. There we go. Thank you, Salty. Love it. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it, this is when you think about all of these people doing the bidding of Donald Trump and claiming it's a banana republic and saying that this is a political witch hunt, which, as Ben described before I came on, it's the inverse. What the House Republicans and Jim Jordan and the like are doing is really banana republic. Um, we To turn. You see them defending Donald Trump in this way. Understand that they are trying to create a system for this entire country where there is not equal justice under the law, where Donald Trump gets to the point, can somebody like him, either Donald Trump or someone in his image, someone like a DeSantis or many of the other Republicans around this country who are following in his authoritarian footsteps. And they can just pull out that political witch hunt card and use their supporters as shills and as their defenders, use their supporters to take the heat for them to be able to engage in more criminality to stay in power over and over again. Then this is who they are. This, this is, Nancy Mace is pathetic, but she's also dangerous. The entire Republican Party who defends and stands behind this man and will from now on, probably throughout this trial, continue to call it a, a witch hunt and a political prosecution, they are dangerous. That's why I have so, with such clarity, removed myself from the right of American politics and fully supported Democrat because they're the only ones who are actually saving us from that third world authoritarian future banana republic justice system where people can get away with criminality and there's impunity for the worst crimes because of this this playbook. So, you know, and for, I, I know, and for those who watch the Midas Touch Network, you know, they almost speak these MAGA Republicans like a, a different language. I've called it fascist. Furby talk, because you remember those toys back uh, <laughs> when I was growing up, where these Furbies would have, would go like, bah, 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 bah. you know, it, it has no bear, and, you, and they would have like their own <laughs> conversation in their Furby language. Like when you listen to how these MAGA Republicans even talk, it's like it literally—it's almost sounds like it's not actual coherent sentences, right? It's just like Russia, 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 Ukraine, Ukraine, Mueller hoax one, Mueller hoax two, yeah, Russia, 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 Ukraine, 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 Putin, Putin, Ukraine. It's like okay, what are you even talking about? Like, can we please focus here on the issues? This isn't a banana republic issue. What is a banana republic would be if Donald Trump? Yeah, by the way, that that, that is the post right now. That's what a banana republic is, that the House Judiciary GOP account on June 8, 2023, um, just moments after we reported the news that Donald Trump would be indicted, yeah. the House Judiciary GOP Twitter account in all caps wrote witch hunt. Huh. Let me be very clear about the House Judiciary GOP, just at a very basic level. The fact that it is led by Jim Jordan. 
The Judiciary Committee is led by someone who is not a licensed lawyer, okay? Who just rolls up his sleeves all day. In his, yes and, and, uh, <laughs> he rolls up his sleeves and he just talks a bunch of nonsense. This is an individual who, before he was in the House of Representatives, covered up sexual assault at the university that he worked at and tried to destroy the lives of real whistleblowers who were reporting on an individual who was sexually assaulting them. That is what Jim Jordan did. And Jim Jordan would, like, cry to these victims and say, you know, please, you can't tell anyone, you can't tell anyone. That is who the Republicans put to lead a committee that's supposed to deal with the law. And all Jim Jordan does is spread lies while his stupid sleeves are rolled up. That is what is embarrassing. You know, that's the same account that tweeted out Kanye West. Elon Musk, Donald Trump, like it, it is a bizarro fascist idiocracy there. Speaking of which, I want to show you what Stephen Miller, one of Donald Trump's closest aides, is saying. I want to show you some more reaction from MAGA fascist world. But first, you know, we got to pay some bills. This will be a, a quick break, but uh, make sure you stay tuned because we got big news to report also about Denson's lawsuit against <laughs> yes. Uh, Donald Trump, a big victory that has not been reported anywhere else that I want to talk about. But first, let's take this quick break. And now let's take a quick break and talk about our next partner, Hold On. Plastic. It's everywhere. It's everywhere we look. And not enough is being done about it. 100 billion plastic bags are used and then thrown away every year. Yeah, that plastic bag you see in the gutter or floating in a stream or washed up on the beach Multiply that by 100 billion. Yikes, am I right? But there's a better way, and it could start with a better bag. Hold On is a company born from the idea that there must be a better way to go about our daily chores. Now, trash bags and kitchen bags, they're necessary staples, but do they need to be 100% plastic? 100% no! Hold On trash and kitchen bags are heavy-duty, plant-based, non-toxic, and I think it says something like, yeah, it says this is the actual, this is a government account right here, okay? And the government account from the mm -hmm. House Judiciary GOP, they control the Judiciary Committee. Their statement tonight is Joe Biden's garage is what they wrote. They wrote Joe Biden's garage, okay? They are not serious people at all. Jessica Denson, welcome back. I know that there's also some big news in your case against uh, Donald Trump. And if you can just give some background, there's a reason you're called the NDA killer. If you can, or I call you that, um, but uh, I know there's, <laughs> there's you as well. Uh, <laughs> it's a thing, so, it's a thing. But,
let everyone know because another big victory uh, for you and another L for Donald Trump today. So let it, what happened? Yeah, before I before I give it to you, I just want to like. Every time something like this happens, when we had the brag indictment first, just appreciate this moment. This did not happen organically. This happened because of the extraordinary work of the January 6th committee. This happened because all of us refused to stand back and say it's okay for Donald Trump to walk away as a free man with all his criminality. It's because of our persistence and um, our interest our investment in the future of our democracy that all of this is happening getting those stories out this is the result jack smith's appointment the mar-a-lago uh search all of this is an outcome of increased public attention highlighting the narrative which is why it's so important for the right stories to be highlighted and shared um, and and all of us engaging in that and keeping it at the forefront so that's my premise for telling you the news in my case. Yes, of course, I, um, I've i been fighting Donald Trump since 2017 in the courts, since 2018, um, as uh, when I first um, sued pro se to invalidate his NDA. I have continued this fight to get all of the 2016 Trump campaign NDAs invalidated. I, of course, had that um, major precedent-setting victory in 2021 where my NDA was ruled null and void by a court of law. It was an extraordinary feat because these are arbitration agreements that usually never see the light of day. But because of what I had endured, having a $50,000 judgment against me, against me that we then got overturned, I was able to take this fight remarkably into court. Um, and so we got that court precedent and I have been pressing forward um, continuously in a class action to have the class of, of all the people who signed that NDA in 2016 certified and getting an injunction. I've been pushing to get an injunction so, so that no one, including the campaign, but not only the campaign, but over 500 entities, including Donald Trump, that this, this illegal non-disclosure agreement purports to empower, to enforce this thing. I've been fighting to get an injunction to have all of those entities forever barred from ever trying to enforce this NDA. And earlier this year, we had a complete victory through settlement uh, negotiations where they essentially conceded everything, gave us everything that, that we wanted. You usually hear with settlements, there's some kind of concession. There is no concession here. This is a complete surrender on the part of the Trump campaign. And the last step is to submit it to the court so the court can approve it. So um, we're, we're in that process right now. And just this week, and this is you're the first to hear this if you're watching right now, it, the judge in our case gave us preliminary approval of that settlement. So pending a fairness hearing, which is coming up in October, um, if anybody objects, if any former Trump staffers, oh my God, object to being released from their obligations, which there are none, they are basically just being given freedom to speak the truth now without fear of the financial, you know, threat of financial ruin that I endured. Um, if they don't have any objections, then this will go forward for final approval. But it was a huge first first step this week, um, a preliminary approval of our class action settlement to forever void all 2016 
Trump campaign non-disclosure agreements. Well, congratulations, and really it's a victory for all of us that you fought for. I mean, when you prevailed on your claim to vitiate the NDA you had, you could have stopped there, um, but it was important for you to make this a class action so that Donald Trump's attempt to silence everybody um, could not take place. So thank you for uh, fighting that fight for democracy. Thank you for hosting Lights On on the Midas Touch Network, and thank you for joining us, Jessica Denson, on this historic day. We appreciate your time. Of course, join us tomorrow on Lights Dinners. On. We will we will do this and let more tomorrow at four p.m. Pacific, seven Eastern. See you. <laughs> Thank you so much. And and Ben, I know you have some other clips to show, and we're going to get some other incredible guests uh, on the program. And you don't want to miss the guests who we have, uh, Michael. <laughs> okay, okay, it's Michael Cohen. Michael, Michael Cohen, Donald Trump's former attorney, will be on the show shortly. We are working I can't on keep that. the secret. I can't <laughs> keep the secret. You, are, you know what? You are really bad at secrets. You've always yeah. been bad at secrets, Ben. I mean, how are we going to keep that a secret? Every, everyone was in the chat. They were like, can we get Michael Cohen on? Can you get Michael Cohen on? You want, you Listen, we aim to please. We aim to please. I, I want to give you some of these stats, and, and these were just posted by Judd, Judd Legume, who uh, runs a very, uh, you know, popular uh, website. Uh, he's a journalist um, about the conviction rate of the DOJ because I think this is an important perspective to have going into all the indictments that were just dropped against Donald Trump and the indictments to come by the federal government against Donald Trump and why this means that the Justice Department believes that they can secure a conviction. And we need to look no further than 2022. Among the federal criminal defendants in 2022, 294 of those cases went to trial. 65,462 people were convicted and sentenced. They had a 99.6% conviction rate. 99.6% conviction rate in the DOJ in their federal trials. So that is an important data point, I would say, uh, going forward as we, uh, you know, as we start talking about trial dates and the next steps that happen here. Um, it's, it's a pretty big deal, folks. And I think it's something that should be keeping Donald Trump up at night. And once again, this is just the first of many. Donald Trump hit for the classified documents and his willful retention and conspiracy and obstruction here. But the January 6th case, guys, still going on. This is just the very beginning. The meltdown we're seeing online right now from these right-wing figures who have been gaslighting their audience is really a sight to behold. And the thing is, there, what I've noticed these days is there's really no distinction whatsoever between like these right-wing MAGA influencers who 
tried to make their people as angry as possible always and spew hate and disinformation always. There's no functional difference right now between them and the actual Republicans in the government, the actual, especially in the House of Representatives with people like Jim, Jim Jordan and James Comer. And looking at people like Charlie Kirk, who has a bizarrely outsized influence on the party right now, you could see he is freaking out right now. A statement that Charlie Kirk just made, uh, a demand, uh, if you will, of the he's other demanding. Republican he's candidates. He's, he's making a demand, folks. <laughs> Come on. Charlie Kirk says every quote unquote Republican running for president should suspend their campaign and go to Miami <laughs> as a show of support. <laughs> and here's the threat by Charlie Uh-oh. if you don't, you are part of the problem. Either we have an opposition party or we don't. Go, all caps, to Uh Miami Tuesday. Show solidarity or we will mark you as part of the opposition. Uh, Scary, Charlie. I'm sure everybody is going to take your your absolutely brilliant advice of suspending their campaigns right now. (laughs) You know, by the way, the rest of these Republican candidates, the reason, one of the reasons why we have seen so many people enter this election because they know he's in going the past down days uh-huh. and weeks is because they too saw the writing on the wall and they too viewed this as one of their opportunities one of the things i love right now is we're seeing the factions breaking in the republican party they're all at war with each other and this indictment is going to further drive a wedge in between these people and we see this because there's another one of these far-right commentators who i think is a desantis guy his name is charge cardillo or cardillo he posted a response to charlie kirk saying nope this is ludicrous i didn't see trump showing outside showing up outside courthouses when january 6th defendants were sentenced people are entitled to their own ambitions and political career path. Wow. So we're going to continue to see this, to see this divide. We're going to continue to, to see Amazing the Republican Party on eat itself from within. Meanwhile, you have House uh, Republicans, Senate Republicans, all the above. They're all also joining in on this cacophony of voices, just absolutely unloading, just desperation, dripping off these tweets. Josh Hawley. And Marjorie Taylor Greene chiming in. Josh Hawley, if the people in power can jail their political opponents at will, we don't have a republic. We're not, nobody is being jailed against their will. This is the process of due, we're witnessing due process right now. This is, it's literally what happened. And you, Josh Hawley, you, Marjorie Taylor Greene, you, Charlie Kirk, want to put Donald Trump above the law. You speak about banana republics, that is is a banana republic. Marjorie Taylor Greene has just been on an absolute spree right now. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Republicans need to stop fighting and be the party of every man for himself and need to stop fighting each other. (laughs) Democrats are arresting their political enemies and they work together in corrupt ways to get it done. It's time for Republicans to unify. No more nonsense. And then she also wrote like this, this like Killer manifesto, Whoa. manifesto Whoa. Yeah, which, I, which I'm not going to read. But, Don't read it. <laughs> but if you do like, read it, if you do read it, do it in that same exact voice uh-huh. that you just did. Democrats must literally <laughs> shake with sweats when they see the I'm amazing... I'm between that, I'm between that and, and when Ben does the Pence impression, who does the best impression. They must stay up awake in the middle of the night with panic. The thoughts are winning. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, okay, okay. Enough Marjorie Taylor Green. I mean, give me a freaking break. The fear... 
is palpable, absolutely palpable. And um, I just need a note right now also, you're going to see a lot of desperation. You're going to see a lot of really bad takes also. And mm-hmm. it's going to be the same takes we also saw before the midterms. It's going to be the same takes that we saw after the Manhattan indictment. You're going to have some people genuinely say, this is actually a good thing for Donald Trump. This is, oh, oh Donald Trump I, just I won the election. can't wait for those takes. <laughs> Trump, Trump just won the election. Republican <laughs> just won the election. No, actually, actually most people. people think that people who very credibly are accused of committing crimes mm-hmm. should be arrested and that justice should prevail. I want to give a quick shout out to the Midas merch out there and for all the people uh, rocking the Midas merch. We have our indictment season gear right now on the Midas Touch website, which is absolutely incredible. Make sure to check it out at store.midastouch.com. We got all the incredible pride gear for this month. Make sure to check it out at store.midastouch.com. And we had a lot of fun the other day, you guys, on the uh, Patreon Zoom chat that we did with all the Midas Mighty patrons. A lot of fun. If you want to join and meet us face-to-face in the future, you can check that out at patreon.com slash midastouch. We went three hours. We had three hours, answered all the questions, and I'm sure had we done it today or the day after the indictment, we would have been on that call for six hours answering every question. <laughs> so I'm sure there would have been even more. Uh, but I know those... box at pillbox at oh shit Trista what are you doing there corrupt ways to get it done it's time for Republicans to unify no more nonsense and then she also wrote like this, this like killer manifest, Whoa. manifesto, Whoa. Yeah, which, I, which I'm not going to read. But, Don't read it. <laughs> but, you know, but if you do like, read it, if you do read it, do it in that same exact voice that you just did. Democrats <laughs> must literally shake with sweat when they see the I'm amazing that. I'm between that and, and when Ben does the Pence impression for who does the best impression. They must stay up awake in the middle of the night with panic. The thoughts are winning. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, okay, okay. Enough Marjorie Taylor. <laughs> I mean... Give me a freaking break. The fear is palpable. Absolutely palpable. And um, I just need a note right now also. You're going to see a lot of desperation. You're going to see a lot of really bad takes also. And Mm -hmm. it's going to be the same takes we also saw before the midterms. It's going to be the same takes that we saw after the Manhattan indictment. You're going to have some people genuinely say, this is actually a good thing for Donald Trump. This is oh, oh Donald Trump I, just I won can't the wait for those states. Trump Trump just won the election. Republican <laughs> just won the election. No, actually, actually most people. people think that people who very credibly are accused of committing crimes mm-hmm. should be arrested and that justice should prevail. I want to give a quick shout out to the Midas merch out there and for all the people uh, rocking the Midas merch. We have our indictment season 
gear right now on the Midas Touch website, which is absolutely incredible. Make sure to check it out at store.midastouch.com. We got all the incredible pride gear for this month. Make sure to check it out at store.midastouch.com. And we had a lot of fun the other day, you guys, on the uh, Patreon Zoom chat that we did with all the Midas Mighty patrons. A lot of fun. If you want to join and meet us face-to-face in the future, you can check that out at Patreon dot com slash Midas Touch. We went three hours. We went three hours, answered all the questions, <laughs> and I'm sure had we done it today or the day after the indictment, we would have been on that call for six hours answering every <laughs> question. So I'm sure there would have been even more. Uh, but I know those people were extra prepared. Uh, all, all the patrons were extra prepared for today after, and such good questions and such good. It's so good to see everybody and meet everybody face to face. Such an incredible, incredible experience. So it's an honor and privilege to announce our next guest, my co-host on the podcast, Political Beatdown, appearing for the first time on any network in the world following this announcement that Donald Trump has been indicted by Special (laughs) Counsel Jack Smith. Yes, we have the one and only Michael Cohen exclusively here on the Midas Touch Network. Michael Cohen. How are you doing and your reaction? It's good to see you, boys. Uh, What's my reaction? Well, just coming back from a pre-birthday for my wife. uh, Happy birthday. And I received a wonderful, wonderful Mycellus Brothers request. Would you join us tonight? Interestingly enough, we had just sat down at the restaurant, Bed Roman, uh, which is at the time was at the phenomenal, phenomenal food with some friends, <laughs> when all of a sudden my phone starts buzzing, and Uh-oh. then it's buzzing some more, and obviously it's one of two things. It's either some family bad news, or it's bad news about Donald, and this obviously was the answer. This had to do, of course, with, you know, with Donald and the indictment now coming out of Jack Smith, and it's funny because, Ben, uh, you and I talked today on political beatdown. When I had said that, I believe that sometime today that they were going to announce this indictment. I had heard from a series of individuals that are still on the inside. And so I decided that the only right thing to do, and I did this with Sarah Burris at Ross Story, I gave her a quote. And the quote was, well, it says, when he heard the news on Thursday that his former employer had been indicted on federal charges, Cohen was celebrating with family, but not for the indictment, for his wife's pre-birthday. And speaking to Ross Story, he said that he, and here's the quote, remains impressed at the expeditiousness of special counsel Jack Smith. I then went on to say, and again, going back to the quote, Smith will undoubtedly ensure that Donald Trump is held accountable for his actions. Once again, Donald has created a first as he is now not only the first former president indicted on state charges, but he additionally holds the title of former president indicted on federal charges. Mazel. So, you know, she thought thought that that was funny, and I truly mean it. The guy now holds both, you know, both titles. He's indicted on state charges and indicted on federal charges. And the importance to that is... Because there are state charges, even somehow, should Donald Trump figure out how to get pardoned for this, that pardon would not affect the state indictment or the state charges 
should charges come down the road. It would not have any effect upon that. The only person who could pardon you for state crime, of course, is the governor. And I don't think that that's going to happen either. Did anything about this surprise you, this indictment? Seven counts we're learning about willful retention of national defense records, conspiracy, obstruction of justice. Uh, it was brought in the Miami Division Federal Court in the Southern District of Florida. Coincidentally, it's the same courthouse where Donald Trump filed that frivolous lawsuit against you for $500 million. Um, anything that, 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 that made you uh, a little bit surprised by this, or, or did you think this was going to happen? No, I thought this was going to happen. You and I have spoken about this you know, quite a bit on um, political beatdown. Uh, I didn't think it was going to take this long. In fact, I had thought that the indictment was going to come down on Monday. So I was off by a couple of days, but it's right in line with what we all knew. Now, one of the things that we have to all remember here is that the evidence, the documentary evidence, the recordings, the documents, the testimony, whether it's going to be of Mark Meadows or any of the folks that were there on the inside, is so overwhelming that I am always confounded when there are individuals who refuse to acknowledge the truth. They refuse to acknowledge the facts, the documentary evidence, and they will continue, for whatever their reason might be, they will continue to stay on message. They will stay on course and continue to regurgitate the same lies that they keep hearing, whether it's Newsmax, OAN, or Fox, or whoever else it might be. Laura Loomer, uh, who today, you know, I had a couple of words with. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's really amazing to me that they continue to spread this Donald misinformation, disinformation, malinformation, as if facts don't matter. Well, here's one thing that we're learning, all right? Facts do matter, and so does accountability. And this is now, once again, proof positive that the wheels of justice may turn slowly, but they do ultimately come full circle. And Donald is feeling this each and every day, and there's more to come. Cohen, I want to let you get back to the pre-birthday, and this is another celebration, but I want to read you what Kevin McCarthy just posted, and I want to get your reaction to it. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, the weakest speaker of the House in American history, wrote, Today is indeed a dark day for the United States of America. It is unconscionable for a president to indict the leading candidate opposing him. Joe Biden kept classified documents for decades. I and every American who believes in the rule of law stand with President Trump against this grave injustice. House Republicans will hold this brazen weaponization of power accountable. Your response. Okay, first and foremost, Kevin McCarthy's an idiot. That is not accurate. It is a gross distortion of any and all of the facts that are inherent in this case. Joe Biden did not indict Donald Trump, all right? Donald Trump was, in, was indicted by the Department of Justice, by Merrick Garland, after the special counsel, Jack Smith, made the recommendation. I mean, it is truly an incredible thing. The way, again, that they promote this, these lies, 
that these factually inaccurate statements again and again and again, Joe Biden did not indict Donald Trump. Department of Justice did because Donald Trump broke the law. All right. Now, whether or not he'll be held you know, guilty, whether or not he'll be found guilty uh, at trial is another story. But for the moment, there is a belief that Donald Trump broke the law. And there's certainly enough evidence there that Merrick Garland decided to go forward and to indict. This is big for Merrick Garland. This is big, of course, for Jack Smith. Why? Well, the answer is because Merrick Garland, as we all know, is not a guy that acts too quickly. He's not a guy that, you know, that moves on any of this. He is as slow and methodical as anyone. And it infuriates me beyond anything. But he did. But today we are seeing that no one is above the law. And I know a lot of people say, oh, that's just a Democratic talking point. And I say bullshit. It is not a Democratic talking point. It is an American talking point that no one is above the law. Not you, Ben, not me, not Jordy, not Brett, none of us. And certainly not Donald J. Trump. So he could sit there and try to talk about the weaponization by the Biden administration against him because the Biden administration and everybody, all the Democrats, we're all nervous and scared because he is the front runner and he's going to be the Republican nominee. And according to him and his fake bullshit, that all of a sudden, you know, that Biden is afraid of him because he's beating Biden in the polls as well. The guy has an incredible, incredible sense of imagination. Um, it's just not true. And it's not the Biden administration that indicted him. That's not how the system works. If Donald had any idea what he was talking about. Cohen, what's next? Should we, you think we're going to see indictments relating to Donald Trump's election interference in Washington, D.C.? What are you waiting to see happen? Yeah, I think that that is imminent. Uh, I would say that they're not going to do it uh, probably until either the end of this month or the beginning of the next month. And the reason for that is because they're giving each each one of these cases its own opportunity to deal with the, we'll call it, you know, the fallout. Either if you are obviously an anti-Trumper, there's a fallout here, and it's a positive fallout. If you are a MAGA, you know, Trump supporter, there's obviously a fallout here, which is the attacks. You know, they are allowing each case to stand on its own. I believe, of course, like most people, the next case will come out of the district attorney's office in Georgia, Fannie Willis, uh, for the attempt to you know, overturn the free and fair election. I do unfortunately believe that the case for January 6th is an incredibly difficult case. You know, it reminds me of when you had the whole Lehman estate uh, scenario that was going on. And everybody said, well, how can this happen? How does something like this happen? And then the answer was, because they were too big to fail. I think I hate to say it, too, that the issue with January 6th is it's almost like too big to tackle. And you say, well, how is that possible? How can it be too big? They have over a million documents, and each one of those documents are relevant. And they interview like a thousand people for what would amount to a full year, seven days a week, 24-7, testimony by individuals. 
they have to go through all of that testimony. They're just in just to establish the the list of what documents you're going to use and who you're going to call as witnesses and so on. It's not like it's one person, two people, three people, like Alvin Bragg's case, like even this case, um, you know, which may have five, six, whatever, ten people. That's manageable. But the amount of information, the number of people that testify with important information is so staggering in that case, meaning the January 6th case, I do truly believe that it's going to be difficult for them to bring because by the time that this thing comes to, you know, comes to a head and is ready for trial, we're probably talking about four years. I think that's why special counsel Jack Smith is very focused on the wire fraud charges and the kind of grift that Donald Trump engaged in with all of his political action organizations and the fake organizations that actually didn't exist. He said that there was an election defense fund uh, and raised hundreds of millions of dollars that didn't exist. And so special counsel Jack Smith used to lead the public integrity division within the Department of Justice. So he's very used to uh, document oriented cases and financial cases and showing the records uh, to a jury like that. So I think that's one of the ways special counsel Jack Smith is dealing with the breadth and scope of the January 6th charges by also making it very focused on uh, some very tangible document-based crimes in addition to the broader crimes, which I think special counsel Jack Smith, if there's anything we've learned about him, he is fearless. So this is something that I think he's going to pursue. Final words from you, Cohen, uh, before you go back. And of course, we want to wish your wife a happy birthday uh, from us here, from all the brigaders and everybody in the Midas Mighty. But I'll Also, Cohen, you, uh, Cohen, when's well, the birthday? Yeah, I, mean, I, think, I think, Ben, you should really allow your brothers to get a word in here. I mean, you become like this Mike hog, right? You see what I, Cohen, you see what I deal with between Ben, between Brett? I mean, half the time I just sit here and stare uh, at them. No, no. Cohen, let me ask you. When, I, I love the info that they bring. When? When's the birthday? Uh, the birthday is in, uh, well, I don't want to give out her birthday, <laughs> but it's a pre-birthday <laughs> celebration. I'm just saying, because my birthday is a couple days away, so this was a nice... As uh, hers. There we go. A nice pre-birthday celebration for us all, isn't it? Yeah. Final words, so, Michael Cohen. So what question, what question do either of you two have? <laughs> I mean, I just want to get all your thoughts on all of it, Cohen. What are your final thoughts right now? coming out of this how are you feeling how are you taking the news you must be uh you must have some sort of relief right now at least that these charges were brought i know you've been very critical of merrick garland throughout there has this process at all now being on the other side of this indictment uh does it reflecting now on your feelings about merrick garland have those changed at all no no in fact <laughs> no, i remain exactly the same look i am I am glad that Merrick Garland finally did, you know, what we all knew a long time ago, you know, needed to be done. It doesn't change the fact that you know, he is incredibly slow. Uh, many people like to use the term methodical. I just use the term slow. The problem that you have with the delays is, you know, it's going to bring the case, knowing the way that Trump delayed, 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 right? Any um, and all of these matters will put this case potentially smack into the middle of the campaign 
when it finally comes to trial. And that's problematic. All right. This case, like uh, even, you know, many people, myself included, said Alvin Bragg should have brought his case a year ago when um, Mark Pomerantz, you know, gave him the goods. Well, he didn't. That's okay. This case is already on track and it'll move forward and it'll move hopefully expeditiously. My concern is that, you know, with the delay tactics that Trump counsel tend to employ as part of the playbook, will it interfere, uh, you know, with the trial and will the trial then fall around the same time as the campaign? And we all know that there is an unwritten rule that you do not bring charges or trials and stuff like that uh, during a certain time period before the election. And that to me is disappointing. So they do need to move um, quickly uh, and expeditiously on all of this. You know, I'll also answer another part of that question. When we were at this restaurant this evening, I can't tell you the number of people who came over wanted to shake my hand and say thank you for all that you have done. And I appreciate the well wishes by all Did of they them. say, sir, Michael Cohen, sir, sir. What, a, what an amazing, thank you, sir, and give you hugs and kisses and with <laughs> tears coming well, down their I, eyes. I, you, know, you do get a lot of folks coming over. They want to shake your hand. They want to take a, a photo with you, a selfie and so on. And I do really appreciate uh, the support from these folks. Let's not forget. You know, so many of these folks are also supporters uh, as it relates to the GoFundMe that I have for that $500 million lawsuit, that frivolous lawsuit that Donald brought in order to, you know, um, hurt me. And I tell everybody the same thing, and I do truly mean it. It's I am not happy that Donald Trump was indicted by the state, meaning the district attorney of New York. I am not ecstatic or elated that Donald was tonight, you know, indicted on seven counts by the by the DOJ, by the federal government. I am not. All right. My my feelings about Donald Trump should have zero impact on what results for any of these indictments and so on. You know, I don't want to see Donald Trump or anyone for that matter indicted prosecuted, charged, incarcerated, because I fundamentally disagree with just about everything that comes out of their mouth or Donald's mouth. I want to see him indicted, prosecuted, charged, convicted and, and you know, um, and incarcerated because he did something wrong that can be proven in a court of law. And I do believe, as Ben had said so eloquently, that Jack Smith is a true pro. He is a real professional. This case would not be where it is today if Jack Smith and or Merrick Garland had even an iota of doubt as it relates to this case. I believe Jack Smith thinks he has an ironclad open and shut case. I believe the documentary evidence that they have will demonstrate that. Not only are they documents, but you have recordings, you have testimony, from people who are insiders, potentially even Mark Meadows here. Um, this is not a good day for Donald Trump. I will say it is a good day for, uh, you know, for law uh, and for accountability. And, you know, we just all have to tamp this down now. And I mean that on both sides. 
you know, uh, left and right, just allow the process to continue and allow him to be held accountable for what they can prove in a court of law. Michael Cohen, thank you so much for making the Midas Touch Network your first destination to react to this historic news. It is truly an honor for us and all of the Midas Mighty and Brigaders watching out there to uh, hear from you first here. Uh, it means a lot. Also, we check need out to figure Cohen's out a way. We need to figure out a way to file a global lawsuit. I mean, like 